What's up, what's up everybody? Welcome, welcome. This is Tell It How It Is, no filter. I am your host, Voice of Reason. Subscribe to the channel, please. The channel is Voice of Reason NF. Now, YouTube is a little tricky, so when I tell people to subscribe to the page, like when you type that name in, sometimes you don't get it right away. You may have to type uh, one of my episode titles along with it. Even I've encountered that. So like the last one was NLE Chopper with the situation with his ex. So I would type voice of reason NF, one word, and then put NLE Chopper. I'm trying to figure out a way where, the, where it's just the name. What I'm gonna start doing is just sharing the actual link because they give you that where you can share the link and then you'll be directly involved. So what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, fall is here. I think I said that in the last one. Yes, what's in my cup? What's in my cup? I'm going to keep saying it being annoying. No one's responding. No one's replying. I think no one cares at this point what's in my cup. For no episode. It's a nice mug though. I have to still always show it off. Shout out to Amazon. <laughs> you could get a lot of things done there. So whatever craft or whatever you're trying to build or do, Amazon might be the wave to get you started. What was I saying? Summer's over. I said that last one, but the weather is definitely showing that. Um, get out. It's hoodie season. I don't know if it's Tim's yet. Maybe you could get your Tim's rolling too. But um, definitely get your hoodies going. Um, the weather is definitely playing games. You know, we might still get some warmth during the daytime hours when the sunlight, but definitely those early mornings before it's light for my folks who work four, five, six a.m. Definitely still need a hoodie. Um, and my people who work the night shifts that start six, seven, eight-ish. Yeah, you know, if you're at eight to four, nine to five, you might still get away with murder and not need those hoodies just yet. But if you're still moving around after work, you might need to, you know, have your little sweater to, along with you if you're making moves. All right, I'm not a weatherman, just was saying that. All right, listen, was happy to finally report Yankees clinched the division. Yes, Houston clinched. Dodgers clinched best record. And I think the Mets and Braves are still fighting. Um, Judge ties home run record, 61. That's the record for the American League. So clap it up for Aaron Judge, man. So that's good stuff, right? Um, it's always a catch. I want to give a rest in peace, a big rest in peace to Coolio. I don't know, you know, the age range of my viewers. That might be out your range. Do you know who Coolio is? Do you know what he did for music? Gangsta's Paradise. He was 59 years old. Allegedly, he was at a friend's house. He went to the bathroom and never came out. That doesn't really tell me how he died. That's just giving me the... I guess that's drawing me the picture. I guess they found him in the bathroom and they came in, you know. But I have no reports of the illness or what was it. But just nonetheless, Sleep in Paradise Coolio. Um, there's many more than just the Gangsta Paradise smash hit. What movie was that? I forgot with the white girl. Um, with the cat eyes. What's shorty name? Damn, I'm so focused on him, I forgot, you know, his affiliation. Um, it's the, it's, the, it's the lady that was the teacher. She told all the black kids and they did their thing. 
Sorry, y'all. I'll put it in the comments because I can research after the fact and find out what. This is where I need my laptop. I just don't be using it. But it's really not about that. It's really just giving homage to Coolio. Alright, so sleep in peace, um, paradise. My condolences to his family and loved ones. Definitely. Um, Tori drops another album. Sorry for what? 20 tracks. Um, I kind of feel that title is subliminal. Sorry for what? <laughs> I'm not going to instigate, but if you've been following for the past year or two or however long, you know the, the, the messy shit that was going on in his life. Um, nonetheless, the guy makes great music. It's not as, as detrimental and dramatic as the R. Kelly comparison. I'm not comparing him to R. Kelly. What I'm saying is you see the shit he's involved in and the stuff he's done, but the talent is there. You know what I mean? This is another one of those cases where sometimes talent gets intertwined with fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad that, you know, especially our folks, you know, when we have a gift, the spotlight is on us more because we already was like judged to fail. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get all religious and political, but we already been judged to fail. So when we actually succeed and actually expose our gift and really do well, everything is on lens. Everything is microscopic and judged to the T. So we got to move accordingly. And this Tory's dope, man. That's the, I say that to say that. So I'm all for that. Check it out. Sorry for what? The single that grabbed me was Why Did I? Um, again, for those who know me, know me that, you know, the music side is a whole different side from this channel. I don't really try to intertwine or bring them together, but that's out right now. New Music Fridays, Why Did I? I did it over as a remake. That's how, how much I dug that. And I don't even go like that route. If you listen, that's not really, you know, the basis of my music, but I can be that diverse. So that's it for Tori. Um, NBA Youngboy welcomes 10th child. Is this really true? Like, I didn't really Google to see all 10 kids. Jesus Christ. He's worth 6 mil. He's 22 years old. Now, let me tell you something about this worth 6 mil network. So a lot of people are bringing to my attention that the network and what these people actually have money-wise is way different. So basically the Google and whoever puts this information is, is making a guesstimation on how much money they think this person has or is valued. So almost everyone is saying that's cap and the numbers are way different. Whether it's them making it seem like you have more, I doubt that. Pretty much I think everyone is saying that it's, it's less. So whenever you Google someone's network, is it fair to say that they have more than whatever the network says? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Either way, the numbers are off. But in any event, congrats and damn. I think he's, he's is he battling Nick Cannon? Because hm. I'm, I'm not understanding. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. So, God bless to him. Hope the child is healthy. Hope all his kids are healthy and well. More sad stuff. Hurricane Ian. It's been Miami's uh, devil. For the shallow part of this, uh, does it affect Carnival? You know, Miami's Carnival is approaching. I think they have bigger fish to fry than that than to worry about that. It's Category 1. Um, 
I have a number here. 35 dead in Lee County. Mm. Maybe there's more dead than that, but that's what one of my researchers show. Um, this is a this is big. Um, and it's tied in tornado. This is the time of year for this, folks. Um, I don't wish it. I don't. I don't like the damage it does. I don't like how it affects people. It's definitely not comfortable. Um, but this is the season for it. And let's just pay real close attention to this. And I pray for everybody affected. I pray for everybody like you know who's not directly affected, but indirectly affected, you know, people who have people that's involved in this. Um, and it, it's just sad. It's nothing really we could say. Um, I don't want to really jump to the other one like it's more important, but Hurricane Fiona has affected Puerto Rico, DR, Canada, and Bermuda as the main target so far. That was category four, and that's record for Canada. So I pray for everybody there as well. And it's just, it's just crazy. And you know, no matter where you at right now in the world, I think you're being affected by this. If you're watching any news or tuning into any weather reports, um, even where I'm at, you know, the weather is kind of not pretty, you know, so even though we're not, you know, up north, you know, probably not feeling it really rough, but we can still tell something's going on. You know, the weather, the, the rain, you know, it's pretty messy. It's not cute right now. So my prayers are all of that. You know, everything I mentioned thus far, again, Julio's family, um, whoever's affected by Hurricane Ian and Hurricane Fiona, we're going to continue to pray that we'll get through this and this shall pass, definitely. Um, and that's really it. Football, real quick. Giants is all right. Jets is normal. Jets may look like they have a little bit of life. Um, the Dolphins were undefeated. Uh, I give a big prayers out to their quarterback. I don't even know how to say his name. T-U-A. Real shout out, real shout out. Heard it was a heavy concussion, and we're going to pray. We're going to pray that that is really bad. And that's the sport, though, that, you know, you risk injury. You know, football is a very aggressive sport. You know, I don't know if you really realize that, whoever really pays attention, that, you know, we're excited to see the contact and the, and the competitiveness and the bang, and battling things out. You know, football is really dope for us who's really football fans, but on the back end of that is that it's real sad sometimes when somebody really gets hurt because we don't really want them to be hurt, hurt, but they're not superhuman or invincible. So that's the cost sometimes. But we're going to pray heavy for Miami's Dolphins quarterback and hope that he has a great recovery, swift recovery. So the Eagles are the last undefeated team, I believe. And they're, they're, they're battling it out right now. Um, not right now, but I, this is before the results of the game. And playing the Jaguars, let's see what happens there. Denver has bounced back. They won one since they lost to the Hawks. To the Seahawks. Since they lost that game, they've won two straight. So now I think they're playing the Raiders today. Um, the Chiefs lost a, a bad one. So you have Denver and the Chiefs with the same record, tied for first place. The Chiefs play the Bucks. So if they lose that and Denver wins, this is a lot to get excited because the season just started. But they will have first place. I think that will be the first time Denver has first place since Manning won that chip for them. 
what was that, 2015? 2016? Around there, against the Panthers. So, we're going to keep an eye out for that. Football is heavy in swing. Um, Baltimore faces the Bills. That's a good one. Uh, let's see what happens with that. I, I love how the Bills look, but I'm not against Ravens, and they're not a sleeper. Um, yeah. That's it. Cowboys won one, I think. They should be winning. Uh, let's see what goes with them. And that's it for sports. So, I was getting a lot of feedback. I was getting a lot of topics. People were putting their two cents in at a high rate for the past few episodes, right? For the last few segments. I've, it's been very helpful. I've been very grateful for that. And this was more hands-on, people I actually interact with versus going to my email or commenting on YouTube or wherever you see me post to suggest anything. And I have to get my email. By the way, you can he email me at, oh, get personal here, M-A-R-K-S-A-R-A-U-W at gmail.com for topics ideas if you want to be discreet you don't have social media one more time the email is m-a-r-k-s-a-r-a-u-w at gmail.com and you know for the folks who've been reaching out through social media continue to do so but again going back to how people i actually interact with light to heavy have been very helpful, again, for the last few segments. Um, this week, I'm kind of on my own. No one really gave me anything, which no one's obligated to. I'm just grateful if they do. So, with that being said, the last one of the last suggestions and topics, and I skipped past it because it was supposed to be spoke on last segment. So, we're going back two segments ago. By the way, did I say this is episode 186? Anyway, two segments ago, we talked men with mommy issues, right? We broke that down. So, I'm going to start with women with daddy issues. It's not to go tit for tat. And it's not to just have something because of how intense that was, right? Men with mommy issues. So... Can you go back and, and, and see how I broke that down? I don't want to really touch on it at all to take away from this. So, I may have needed, you know I'm going to tackle it anyway. I may have needed a female's input here. But I'll hold it down like I always do. Women with daddy issues. So, fellas. Can we... Cure this. It gets tricky because men are providers. Men, we're supposed to be the heartbeat. Women are supposed to feel safe with us. They're supposed, they supposed to feel secure. We're supposed to hold it down, correct? So, a woman with daddy issues, if we have the patience, if we have the genuine love, and depending on how severely damaging that was for them will determine what man and if said man can weather the storm with that. 
it is a little harder. Ladies don't feel offended. On the norm, most females, not all, deal and maneuver and exist with emotions. That's in there, that is used, that is exercised. Most women on most occasions. You have your, come on, shout out Fresh and Fit, shout out AMS. Exceptions don't make the rule. So, the few that don't, fine. And this is not a bash, you shouldn't feel offended by what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is, off rip, y'all deal with emotions. Off rip is challenging. Right? So, to add something to that already becomes a bigger challenge. Because women that deal with emotions mostly could not have had daddy issues. But the few first guys they dated, whatever those guys did, may erase the fact that they didn't have daddy issues. Because dealing with men can turn them to, turn them where it's bitter, it's, it's scarred, it's damaging, right? Now you hope that a strong father will prepare them where no matter how dirty they get dealt, they're able to bounce back. But really the pressure is on a strong daddy to help them not even have to really get dealt too dirty. We can't prevent no dirty, but limit the dirty, right? But that's not what this is about. I just wanted to point that out some positively. So now the women with daddy issues, the, a relationship going bad is like fuel to the fire. They're already not, you know what I'm saying? Because that, that's big. You know, I know there's women out there that have daddy issues and have overcome. They could be in successful careers, successful relationships. Again, exception don't make the rule. I love to hear it though. I love to know that you had daddy issues yet you're still dope. So don't get it twisted, I'm rooting for that. But it ain't about me and what I root for, it's about actuality. You know, it's tough for women in general. So now you add this to that and it's like, what do you really expect from them stable-wise? Now, I don't know if all the women that are successful that don't have successful relationships contribute to this daddy issue thing. But let's break down the daddy issue and what we consider issues. Duh, the easiest one is not there at all. But you see, if there's a father that's not in that daughter's life at all, ugh, this is tough to say. I think that's better than a damaging one, than one who's not useful, to one that's like actually like detrimental to the daughter. So it's better if you're not there at all. But I can't speak for said daughter because some may just want the presence itself and can still pull something positive out of somebody who's not really doing anything for them. It's very touchy, I know. It's a touchy ass subject. But if you do want him there, no matter what he's useful for, it's still to say, damn, you have a, a obstacle to climb. Because now, 
I'm sure when I say daddy issues, it is because he was there to an extent, not useful, maybe derogatory, maybe discouraging. I hope it doesn't get as ugly that it does happen. I didn't really want to go here. Abusive, whether verbally or physically. Those are definitely ones to not play with. It's super sensitive. And what do you expect this daughter to grow into a female grown woman and become after such tra traumatic shit? You know what I'm saying? Hopefully she can get counseling. Hopefully there's stronger people in her corner after she gets past him. Hopefully she can get away from this situation. It's easier said than done. But the daddy issues range so heavily. It's so much more pressure on us because actually as fathers, we're not even supposed to just be there for just daughters. We're supposed to be there for the son too. And women could argue mothers are just as important. But let me tell you what happens when there's no father though. Tell me this. If there's a mother raising a daughter who also didn't have their father or have daddy issues, of course she's going to make it seem like we you're going to be all right. I did it. But if there's a mother who had her father, strong dad, and she's raising her daughter by herself, I want her to keep it a buck about how, how much harder that is, how unfortunate that is, how... You should be upset. You should be upset. And you should know that you're getting shortchanged. You need your father. You're getting shortchanged. But we're going to make it work. Because I, I'm sorry. Preference, I'd rather a mother raising a daughter by herself that had her father, a strong one, than a mother raising a daughter that didn't. Because the generations is going to continue with negativity that he's maybe not needed. Or just a sour taste in their mouth when you bring up men as a whole. So I think generational and biologically, the woman with daddy issues is more crucial than a man with mommy issues. Remember, we're supposed to just get over shit, handle shit, nigga, app. Adversity is supposed to make us stronger. Men, you know, there's no pity party for men, really. There's no sob story. Well, he had it rough. So the fuck what? Man up. Most cases. Women, you know, I don't want to act like this is not something that's heavy on you. But you get coddled a lot. You know, you, you can. There is sob stories for women. You know, I don't want you to really use that to your advantage that you have that. You know, I love strong women that, that say, listen, hold me to the same standards. You know, I, I'm going to show and prove my weight. I don't want to just use a sob story to win. But it's, it's worse, though. You know, the pressure's on us. You know, the daddy issue thing for women definitely affects larger numbers. And it is very more crucial. It could, you know, it could conflict with procreation. You know what I'm saying? It can make ladies not want to have kids. You know, don't trust no guy. So that daddy issue thing can be very, very damaging, more so on the side, which is why I wanted to touch it. Um, as far as having any advice, ladies, to like get over that, uh, hopefully you have, you know, hopefully your mom's 
deals with a guy that's strong. Deals with a guy that's very strong and able to sort of fill that void and, and try to help that. Or, I don't know, maybe the mom is strong enough to really hold it down dolly. Again, I'd rather her have had her father than I, I'll put my money on her that she may have the daughter excel. The daughter may overcome this and be very joyous, very good at relationships. You know, it's possible, you know? Um, I'd rather that, though, than a mother raising a daughter who also didn't have her father. We shouldn't want history to repeat our, itself if we don't have to. It's very touchy, though, and I'm not really, you know, I ain't go to college, and I'm not a psychologist, a therapist to really mentally help you with an issue like that. So if anyone's listening that really does have the daddy issues, I would just say try to use the Try to use that bad to, you know, I, I'm wrong. Because again, I just said men use adversity to thrive. Women, I don't expect y'all to, y'all could do that, but I don't think it's normal for y'all. You know, whatever's paint, whatever picture's painted, however you're raised, however you brought up, whatever your parents give you, you, of course, you learn shit on your own later. And, you know, with your interaction with your peers, definitely is big. But, Whatever comes from home is how y'all really based. You know what I'm saying? You, you can adjust. You know, age does bring wisdom to an extent. So the older you get, you can start to get it and start to snap out of maybe bad ways or bad thinking because of how you was brought up. So, you you know, it, it's tough. You know, so I'm not going to act like it's easy. Again, I hope that you have someone, you know, your mom's had someone there to kind of like fill the void a little bit. Or, you know, a professor later on in school or anything. Or if you do go to therapy or, you know, that would definitely be number one. I would say get therapy. Nobody has to know. You don't have to even mention that in relationships if you don't want to. But the sooner you can get therapy would be better. Someone to talk to about that was missing, you know. You, you're human. You, you don't got to try to act perfect. You ain't got to try to act like you're not affected by that, you know. The normal genetic code of, of a household has a mother and a father. You know what I mean? So if you've been damaged by that, you should seek help behind that. Nobody need to know your business. You can be lucky. You know, you can date the first guy that you take serious. And that don't got to be junior high school, high school, none of that crazy shit. I'm talking about you could graduate college, go to college or not, or start your career after high school. And you actually meet a solid dude. And maybe you won't need it, but you got to think. Nothing lasts forever sometimes. See, I, I, I try to like dress it up a little bit. So in case you met a solid guy and it didn't work out, because just because you meet a solid guy doesn't mean he's built to deal with something like that. So if that doesn't work out, then the therapy, that's why you should have still seek therapy even with a solid dude because he may not be able to handle that. And we're not going to go into the whole what if scenarios of how he grew up. Because he could be solid because of, like, lack of, because of a missing parent, because of that adversity I told you about. He could be great because of that, which means he could also be triggered by some shit you got because it, it, it could just be too much, you know. Having a solid dude that had both parents that doesn't have any real adversity, he may appear to be able to handle that, but there's no telling. It's no telling. Either way, there's damage there, whether you want to admit it or not. 
and you should get therapy. That's like the number one and only thing I, I can suggest because you can sit here and, and, and play the game of hopefully I get lucky and I can just get past this. Some things you can't just get past. You have to do something about it. Have discussions, be in groups. If you don't want to go to a personal therapist like that, I'm sure you could Google things to read online or go through therapy that way. Maybe you can do a chat. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's potential. It doesn't have to be the end all tell all though. But I know it's big. It's not something we could ignore. It definitely can't. It can't. So try to tap in on that and hopefully you can get through it though. But that's definitely bigger. I wanna say, I know I keep repeating. It's definitely bigger than the man with mommy issues because I feel like he could use adversity and strive. You know, women are more delicate from early on where they need certain utensils and essentials to get through life. You know, the picture, again, that's painted would help them get through. You know what I'm saying? So that's just big. So that was just piggybacking off two segments ago. Um, I'll continue. Like I said, I don't got much more. This was a weird one. I think somebody gave me this one. Um, how to handle, first of all, listen. How do you, why even say this? Child dying 24 hours after birth. Shit. So I was told life is life. You know what I mean? And whatever happens is meant to be in a way. So whether you live 24 hours, 24 weeks, 24 years, I this shit is crazy. This is really a filler, sorry. This is a filler because, again, I don't have much this week. <laughs> but how do you even unpack that? Like, I actually have that in life. Um, my grandmother, God bless, I just celebrated her birthday and memorial. Um, God bless Rose. Um, she had a child that passed 24 hours after. So who are we taking this perspective from? So in my grandmother's case, I'm sure she was detrimental and this was friggin' heartbreaking, totally destructive, like the ugliest you could think of. Like who the hell wants to experience that? They carried her, you know, the, it was carried for nine months. All of the, the, the early morning sickness or whatever happens when you're pregnant, how would I know that? Going through a pregnancy and then losing the baby a day later? Like how you expect, How you don't even got to touch on this subject. How the hell you think they're going to feel? I mean, even the father, how do you think they're going to feel? Any normal human being is going to be fucking upset, fucking distraught. I mean, the, suicidal possibly, mental, very irate. I mean, hello? I mean, this is not something you can't even try to medicate somebody like this. You kind of got to just let them be and hopefully they could get back on track. So I don't know what angle I'm supposed to take this from because the parents is definitely going to be on one. Like, I'm getting upset just thinking about that because who wants to go through that? I mean, you want to sit here and play devil's advocate and say, yo, your child is your child. Anytime your child passes on before the parent is just as futile, right? So anytime you lose a child, it's just as detrimental. But I think when it comes to 24 hours after, it's like, what the 
we're not going to pick and choose what's more important and what's more hurtful and when we would rather lose a child. We would never want to lose a child. We never want to lose a child. What's the generation before us? Your child's supposed to outlive you. Like, supposed to. So I'm not going to take away value from whenever a parent loses their child while the parent is living. It's totally fucked up. Clearly. But this 24-hour thing is like, I don't even understand how this got in my thing. Because that shit is a no-brainer. Every person involved should feel utterly, utterly out of it. Totally incapacitated. The child, if you want to bring some light, oh, I'll be a little positive. Which you can't bring much positive out of this. The child should feel no pain. Isn't that like dying in your sleep? So, the child didn't get to experience pain. Who says that's necessarily good? But, that's a good way to try to throw some sugar on this shit. Because that's what it is. So, I don't even understand. Um, who else? Siblings, if they're siblings, you know that wasn't the only child. They're affected. I just don't see this going a good way at all. I just don't see how this is not a definite, everyone feels pretty shitty. Everyone involved, parents, siblings, grandparents, aunties, uncles, everyone should feel this same real disgust and tragedy behind that. Only maybe again the child benefits because it didn't get to experience pain, heartbreak, sickness, whatever. If you want to try to dress it up like that, that's the only way I got it. Um, that was crazy for me. Um, wow. Who gave me that? I can't remember. So, I wasn't old enough because I'd have had more input, which I really don't feel I need. I wasn't old enough to really discuss that with my grandmother to get a lot of persons feelings on that because I don't know anyone personally that went through this besides my grandmother but I was a kid so by the time I grew up I ain't even remember I mean I don't want to say it like that like I ain't remember that but it wasn't a discussion to be had because it's something like I said that's real real sensitive super sensitive you know what I mean um again to go through nine months you expecting a baby and the baby doesn't make it, it it's just crazy um any little comparison to just to piggyback a little bit. Um, who's watching House of the Dragon? Again, that's a story. I spoke on it. It's supposed to be related to Game of Thrones, but just like generations and generations before Game of Thrones was even thought of. So House of Dragon had a situation where the king, the queen was pregnant and she was sick too. I don't really, you know. You got to watch it because it's something you should tune into regardless. But just to bring a little piece of it with relations to this. Um, the mother was pregnant. She was basically going into labor, but she was sick. So, you know, back then they didn't have the medicine and the, and the technology that we do today. So they made the king decide it was either the mother or the child. Because I think whatever was going on, the mother would not live. If the child was born with whatever they had to do to make sure the baby was all right. Or sacrifice the baby to make sure the queen lives. Now, 
I don't remember the sex of the baby, but you know, this is times where the child matters because that's what's going to take over the throne when the king passes, right? So I think that they might have assumed, I don't know if it was confirmed, that they were having a boy and that would be the future king. So I don't know if that, you know, I'm not making excuses for his decision, but the king decided to sacrifice his wife, the queen, just to have the baby, to make sure the baby's born. You know what I mean? To um, take over the kingdom when he passes. So I say that to say, wow, that's a different subject. But just imagine if he chose his wife. So that baby would have died 24 hours. And I'm sure, again, not to help him in his decision making, Maybe he thought that. Maybe he threw that in his decision making that if he chose his queen and when she came to saw that the baby didn't make it, it would have damaged her. She would have felt like, what the fuck? Maybe she would have felt, sacrifice me for my child. And I'm not surprised by that. You know, can you call it selfish if any woman says, no, I'd rather live? I don't know. You know, some women may say, listen, we could try again. I'm not co-signing that. I'm just saying, I could see women saying, we'll try again, don't sacrifice me. But I could, I know some women that if they're pregnant and the baby's coming and it's it's the baby or her, I, I know some women that would say, let the baby live, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? It's a tough decision to make. I'm not going to sit here and make it easy like you could just, in five seconds, say my decision is such... But anyway, he decided that he wanted the child more than the wife. I don't want to say this is karma or punishment, but in reality, him choosing a child over the wife resulted in both of them dying. So the baby ain't making and his wife gone. So did he make the right decision? Let's not judge too harshly or shall we? Because now if he chose the wife, they both still could have died. I don't know if he had a winning solution in that scenario regardless. But he chose the child and he lost both. So, again, that subject is too heavy. It weighs too much to even expect any other psychological behavior or reasoning behind your reaction to some news like that. So, I don't know. I just know that that's a terrible situation. Nobody should want to be in it. And you don't expect anyone in that scenario to act other than distraught, disturbed, and mental. Okay, last on the totem pole. Hmm. This goes both ways. Both ways. Learn your partner. Hmm. This old couple... I don't really want to call them old. This mature couple. I don't know where it was. It was on Instagram. Like somebody's story. Said that's the problem with today's relationships. No one wants to put in real work. The minute something's uncomfortable. The minute something goes left. Everybody's throwing in the towel. Granted. Everybody's not on a level. So sometimes you do got to cut your losses early. But it's true. You do got to fight for some shit sometimes. Nothing worth something is easy. So the term learn your partner is a two-way street in all aspects. The same way, whatever your hobbies are, 
learning a song, learning a show, a dance, you put in that work, you need to put in that same work for this. So, the beginning, what they call a honeymoon stage, right? Things are going well. Everybody's saying the right things. You're happy, you know, you're putting positive thoughts in. You want this to work for the most part. Or you may not want it to work for genuine reasons. You may just want it to work for your own selfish reasons. And it's still, this is the best behavior put forth, even if it's for the wrong reasons. So when I say learn your partner, it, I would hope that that's mostly for positive and for it to last, for it to work and stand the test of time. But you also need to learn in cases not meant to be and not standing the test of time. So you have to pay attention to things. Not so much in a negative light, in a neutral light. But once you've learned these things, you analyze them. I don't know if you have to go as far as to jot things down. That's not weird. I think some people may say it's weird, but you can, you know, if you don't have a great memory, you know, there's a lot of shit going on in your brain. If you create stuff a lot, you may have to jot down notes. So you put things together. And again, it's not to be negative off rip. So you jot down things and you, you build this list. And I don't even know what time frame to tell you when to really break down the list, analyze the list and see if this is really for you and you understand your partner and you're totally fine with what you understand about your partner and y'all can continue because you've mastered it, you understand, you know why. It's not too crazy, it's not too much to deal with. That's just who they are and you can vouch for their genuine shit and you can vouch that they have your back through thick and thin. Remember, human beings are flawed. There's gonna be things wrong. There's gonna be things you don't like. It's gonna be things that you're like, what the? F but you draw this whole thing up and then you break it down and you see that I can deal with this because honestly, what's out there? Anything else that you run to go chase and run to go get, it'll be in that moment and then you have to make another list and that list may suck. So now you did that for what? You know, people chase the gratification of early shit, early success, early satisfaction. It doesn't make it general. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that it's gonna be there forever. So I don't know, it's called homework, it's called research. And that's vice versa, I'm telling you, it's for both. You know, I think women, man, y'all hate me, I know it. Y'all got it easier with this because God's habits and God's shit about them is really not hard to find out. It's not hard to, to, to pick apart, depending on how intelligent you are as a woman. You know, the more intelligent you are, the more you're in tune, the more you pay attention, I think you can build this list faster. I mean, it's still up to you. I'm not telling you to take shit. You know, if you don't want to deal with it once you make your list, then fine. But I feel like it's easier. You know, the argument is always, you know, we joke around on all other podcasts I've seen. Again, shout out to Fresh and Fit, AMS. What do men want? Do you know what men want? And that's not mine to say. What does women want? You know, I already spoke earlier on in the, in the segment about security, to feel safe, to feel secure, to feel provided for, even if they bring their own chips to the table and they, they bring things to the table that makes the relationship blossom. 
But I think that's the general stems from that, you know, the whole security, the financial part of it definitely helps and is definitely a huge factor. And women may say it ends there, but it really doesn't end there. Keep it a stack. There's a lot of other things we have to be in tune with, pay attention to it, understand to not go through unnecessary fallouts, which you can't control. There will be disagreements. But for the men's side, y'all don't want to admit it because... If y'all deal with bozos and fuckboys, you can't grasp the fact that it really is an easier task. It's just the wrong... Picking the wrong person is the wrong person. I don't give a fuck how easy or hard the task is or how hard or easy it is to learn the person. The wrong person is the wrong person. So, ladies, let it go. If you pick a bozo, you pick the bozo. I'm talking about if you pick somebody that's actually arguable where you can deal with them and be with them, love them, and say this, this has a shot. If you can honestly say this has a shot, he good money. It's easy after that. Because I'm telling you, all men want. Who, can I give the cheat code here? All men want. Let's go. i the drum roll. This word is dangerous. A lot of women lately have been hating this word. Submissiveness. But if you don't want to hear that word, fine. Let's use another one. Support. Compassion. Uh, female behavior. Feminine behavior. Um... A lot of people are getting out the cooking area, like that's not really being a, a, a how can I say it? That's not being a determination of we're not going to be together if you can't cook. But the cooking thing and the, that type of thing, keeping household, laundry, X, Y, Z, those used to be the general traditional things. You can get around that if that's not the case, but that helps. Ladies, that helps. We, we can f figure something out. You know, I know women are strong now, like, well, why can't men cook? Yeah, we can cook. Yes, yes, fine. That's like we provide. We pay most of the shit, right? But you contribute to something. So we do everything and you pay the light bill, let's say. That's the same thing with the cooking. You cook mostly, but I can jump in and make something, right? <laughs> but that's arguable. You know, people are feeling different type of ways. In 2022, what's supposed to be is not. Or what was thought to supposed to be is argued all day, every day. But I still feel, no matter what, break that down per individual, per who you dating. The wrong person, men and women, will be the wrong person. But the right person, the potentially right partner, it's easier God dealing with the guy. Lady, it's easier. Learn him, it's easier. I'm telling you, once you genuinely love him and you know what he likes and his dislikes are, it's easier. We have to do more work, which is worth it if we feel you're worth it. So everybody got to do their homework. The same way you would study for an exam, for my people in college that watch me, which I don't think as many of y'all, but the same way you go hard for passion, for shit that you love, your purpose, even if it's not a job that you have, whatever you chasing, music, clothing, modeling, producing, whatever, the same way you put all that work in for that, you gotta put in that work here too. Everything in life that you wanna see something back, you gotta put that work in. For everything you wanna see back. Nothing's going to come from you just sitting around. It's not. You have to put the work in. 
So I hope you caught me on that one. Listen to that one. I feel like I finished strong and everybody has to do their homework. No one is exempt. No one is exempt. And until the next time I holler, y'all stay safe and stay following. Go to that YouTube channel. I'm going to share it. The actual link is Voice of Reason NF. Follow me on Instagram, how you stop them. H-O-W-U-S-T-O-P-H-I-M's. One word. And please tell me what's in this cup. Somebody comment. Ain't no love out here, yo. It's a tough world. Stay safe. Dress warm. Summer's over. Peace. Stop it. <laughs>